0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network. Hey, this is the King of Bros, and you're listening to the Rough House
1: Podcast. They're a couple of pussies, but they're not that bad.
0: The opinions expressed in the Rough House Podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, NADS Flappy Sack,
1: At the rough house where black people and white people watch wrestling and Hispanic people too and all people
0: Hi everybody hey you
1: timed that perfectly does it actually kill you now? on the other side when it's it,
0: yeah i see where it goes live up there yeah ah, okay there you go uh a countdown or anything i'm just no. good at my shit uh, yeah you, you nailed it you you hit the post is that's right say hashtag uh, yeah that is that is it's the best feeling in all of radio when you hit uh, the, it's so good it's talking so up a song good. and then right when it kicks in yeah. you let go mm. you know that is that is the, the the high water mark the pinnacle of a jock selling a song uh on air that is uh you know if you can't do that don't you ain't shit. Yeah. Right? You can't fair, post a song.
1: You ain't shit. To be fair, it's slightly easier with modern digital tools
0: that tell you how long you have until <laughs> a post. What are you talking, about?
1: Are you
0: talking <laughs> about? I could post hot for teacher without a fucking digital countdown. Okay. Oh God yeah.
1: What what I enjoy though are the people who do the talk up to the post they hit the post and because there's a pause after the post they, they come back in with yeah, more talk and yeah, they, oh, they
0: sneak sneaking a little station id at the end there
1: right right oh that's that's so good those yeah, those
0: are great know. one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite things of all time back mm-hmm. when system of a down was a thing yeah. and i was working in 9 98 rock uh they had a song uh, what was it called i think it was called hypnotize yeah. i don't i think it, i think that was that's what it was but it ended with like and then it like there was a false finish yeah it, like it's silent for two seconds and then it sneaks back in with a and then that's the end of the song <laughs> yeah, yeah but so many people got trampled by that false finish yeah because like you know looking at the screen oh it says it says I got six seconds yeah. left yeah and then there's no audio so then they start talking and then the fucking crazy surge tanking comes in screaming <laughs> riffing, it was one of my favorite th- i had a i had a i'd uh made a compilation of people getting steamrolled by the end of that. song. That went to like, it was, I mean, this is just the kind of shit you do working in a, in a radio station. Oh,
1: oh um, I, I can imagine. Um, there's a, uh, by the way, this is a wrestling podcast. In oh, case yeah, you can I know. Yeah. Hi, Marty. That's Christoph. Um, uh Not to plug into the podcast, but Hey, it happens enough on here. Cause we talk about wrestlers podcasts. Uh, Mike Mira's podcast, uh-huh. uh, legend. uh of, of radio, Don legend. Yeah, radio legend of Donna Mike fame, radio God, as some yeah. would say. Well, yeah. Um, uh, they used to play out if they still do. Cause I haven't listened. I haven't listened regularly in a while. They used to play a hit the post game okay. where they'd have celebrities on. And one of the funniest instances was over the holidays. Uh, they had Pat Oswalt on. Okay. Because, based out of like his family's based out of Virginia. So he was in the area to do the show. Yeah. And the idea was basically you would do the intro and then right as like at the peak of a holiday song hits, like right. Right as you hit the post, you reveal something horrible about yourself. <laughs> so, so that was the game. It wasn't just to talk it up, but then also right, right, some right. terrible reveal right before, you know, it's like,
0: Oh um, yeah. Here's a trans Siberian orchestra, Christmas Eve, Sarajevo. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I dragged tugged last night. <laughs> <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, well, that's I great. just found
1: out I won't be seeing my kids this Saturday. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year.
0: That's a, good, that's a great gimmick right there. That's a fun game. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I, I wish it were easier to reproduce in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. you need to know so- like if you want to do it with your friends in an iPod, like, sure. uh, like uh, I'm sure people who have listened that want to, you have to know songs well enough to know the ones with the right intros and outros, right, and right, right. And
0: there's so with Christmas songs, it's even harder because there's so many different versions of the same oh, song. Yeah. Oh like yeah, a million different versions of songs. Like you know, everybody loves the Mariah Carey "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Yeah. I prefer the My Chemical Romance version because I'm an emo kid at heart. So I've never
1: heard that version. Oh I'll really? Look that yeah, up.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah, it's Solid stuff. I got, I think I got a Christmas box. List once the uh Chris songs of the day gets into December, there I'll you go. Because they're like, you know, like you know, King Diamond uh, has a Christmas song, No Presents for Christmas, and um, uh, Dream Evil has, has a Christmas <laughs> song. There's there's some solid heavy metal uh Christmas song. Lemmy does a version of run run Rudolph that'll melt your face off and it's that sounds
1: amazing yeah
0: yeah so looking forward to that that's over on the patreon yeah you can uh, you can join at patreon.com the roughhouse podcast do Christoph song of the day over there. We do the SGW Southern gentlemen wrestling mm-hmm, updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got blogs. We got exclusive episodes. We posted an erotic wrestler fan fiction the other day and, and a redo a, and a roughhouse redo of uh, Armageddon 2000. The six men, six man uh, main event, hell in the cell. It was the peak of the industry. You had Stone oh, Cold, yeah. the rock, the undertaker, triple H, um, Kurt angle and, uh, umaga, uh, no, umaga Rikishi Rikishi. Yes. No, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, another wrong, giant, wrong written, uh... wrong. big Simone guy.
1: But it's funny you mentioned the main event scene,
0: uh, especially of that era. Such mm-hmm. a golden era of professional wrestling. It was. Golden showers everywhere. Everybody pissed in each other's mouth.
1: Meanwhile, in <laughs> the main event scene of modern day WWE, the yeah. biggest main event of the summer, SummerSlam, has mm-hmm. one guy saying, I don't watch Paul.
0: Why would I watch? Why would I? Brock Lesnar is all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I've never related more with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> when I used to, uh, you know, crank into pictures of Sable back in the day. That's yeah. really the only the only things we have in common. Um, but uh, yeah, that was it's an interesting thing what they're doing with Brock right now. They're really going all in on this um, Brock being a dick, not giving a shit about the business or the company sort of thing. They're going balls deep on it.
1: And I'm going to go ahead and, and and give credit where credit is due. After three and a half years of this not working, yeah. Roman Reigns was cheered on Monday night. Yeah, I know. And he wasn't even out there. Yeah, he was cheered, though. People wanted to see him. People wanted him to, to, to take down the dastardly Brock Lesnar, uh, who apparently is going to piss away everything that the, the business holds dear by walking
0: into the UFC like he has many times before and many times since. Yep. And And he'll continue to do until one or both of them, uh, as in WWE or UFC, stop paying him, which for the time being is not going to happen. So, you know, he's pretty uh, financially secure. Brock's great grandkids don't have to worry about college. No, not at all. Not in any way, shape, or form. He's doing okay.
1: Uh, It's it's weird that that this is where we're at now, that, that we are this many revisions into the the brock lesnar roman reigns feud and and it took this version for it to finally click uh it it, i mean ultimately it's more that people hate brock less people like roman
0: lesser Uh, two evils
1: yeah at least right now um but credit where credit is due it was a a well plotted out well executed
0: angle all night long on monday uh i mean led to some great memes great meme yeah, memes. yeah did uh, uh, meme the with him reading the magazine uh yeah. the photoshops were uh yeah. chef kiss for that so that was some great stuff my curiosity here um is the one and only advocate for Mr. Brock Lesnar Paul Heyman yeah. Because uh, Brock got a little aggro with Mister Heyman there uh, in that promo, and it's kind of he was kind of um, standoffish the entire evening. Which you know, obviously he's ramping up his dickitude. Um, you know, it's like his the the dick sword tattoo is like lighting up like a Care Bear exactly. and it's like turning into a bigger asshole. Um, yes. and, and Paul got a got got a little handle there. He basically got like you know shoved down pie face mm-hmm. down. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm you know just thinking about some hypothetical ways this could play out. Maybe Paul Heyman turns on Brock Lesnar to That's help Roman Roman Reigns win at SummerSlam. Um, and then maybe you can have, if you want to do it, if Paul wants to do it, I'm not sure he would because I don't think he wants to uh, travel that much anymore. But you could have Paul be the advocate for Brock Lesnar. And then the idea that was floated out around WrestleMania to have the AOP flank him, have a new, like, little dangerous... Oh, you mean to be the advocate of Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then have uh, AOP flank them and kind of have a new uh, Samoan dangerous alliance there. Uh, I would love to see it.
1: Uh, frankly, at this point, the AOP needs something, oh, anything to do oh, boy, as, boy, boy. as the AOP has been called up into the same black hole that has brought in and claimed such a... Uh, amazing nxt tag teams is american alpha the ascension yeah revival if yeah, if you are an NXT tag team and you're going to raw things will not end well for you that's yeah that's pretty much how it goes um they might as well just I,
0: send the, the mighty to uh to 205 live because yeah
1: exactly <laughs> hey, th- you know what just fucking send it back to australia just just cut oh, him now you're not a fan <laughs> no i like him oh, okay. i i just think <laughs> hey it's a better use <laughs> Just fire them now. Give them five years worth of whatever people get paid just to show up on house shows. Just give sure. them that and get rid of them because it's clear you don't know what to do with them anyway. Just just yeah. if they're a tag team, just pay them for what their, their struggles would be and send them on their way because uh, it seems there's no place for you if you're a tag team, at least on the raw side. SmackDown's right. doing a little bit better. A little bit better. A
0: little bit better. This little tournament is going uh, is going well over there. It's freshening things up a little bit, and you know this this leads uh, lends further credence to the rumor that Vince McMahon doesn't like tag team wrestling, mm-hmm. and that's a, that's a Triple H thing that he likes pushing, which is why it's so heavy down in NXT, and it's something I enjoy in NXT. They have some really talented, you know, the street profits are, are super charismatic, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then you've got heavy machinery, whom I love. I think mm-hmm. those guys have a ton of upside. They could probably do well on the main roster being like the big goofy comedy sort of a tag team sort of thing
1: they'd probably be the next level of rhino and slater in terms of a team where they're they're more for the gag than for the championship but yeah i i I could see them being a fun duo up there uh the war raiders uh just recently debuted uh they're down there as we've got uh roe and um oh god hansen. what's the other hansen thank you yeah, i couldn't hansen remember Europe. the other guy's name and you um, got mustache
0: mountain too mustache mountain and the uh, undisputed era the champs exactly great t- teams yeah. across the board the tag tag division at nxt is flourishing right which of course kind of doubles back
1: to last week you know w- what do you do when they get called up but hey let's focus on the good let's not dwell on the bad and and continuing in on that uh Row was not a terrible show this week. Uh, it definitely, still some weirdness as we're still getting the uh, boss and hug connection uh, oh. as a duo, as uh, the the angle that refuses to end continues Just to
0: not end. Fucking finish it already! Why Unless this is the finish? Unless this is the finish. How could a finish not be in a match between the two? Like a big blow-off match. How? Why? Well, it's fucking stupid. Why are you putting her <laughs> in a tag team right now? This is the stupidest fucking thing. I know I say it every week about this goddamn storyline, but it keeps getting stupider. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. Just They're have Bailey now, versus Sasha Banks at SummerSlam fight to the death. Uh, and that there you go. Thunderdome that shit.
1: But what if they could be the first ever women's tag team champions? Well, if you're gonna do it fine oh,
0: Christ, <laughs> I, I just can't care about that yeah right no
1: now. no the the i i will say the bit that i found more frustrating this week on raw uh was finn balor being fed to baron corbin constable uh, corbin sorry constable corbin um yeah. i i like uh constable corbin as a character yeah i i, I it's it's a good use of a guy who has some very natural heat mm-hmm. i think dressing him up in the vest and shaving his head although it was necessary i certainly understand um it, it's a scenario that gets him good heat but i don't remember like uh when val venus became the sidekick of eric bischoff or uh it, any number of these guys who have been in this role uh johnny nitro and and so on i don't remember them being consistently able to beat
0: top faces on the brand. Yeah. It's well, a questionable choice. Yeah. Uh, and they, they don't have another match announced for SummerSlam. I mean we just saw it at Extreme Rules and then again yeah. on Raw. And we saw it on Raw a couple times before Extreme Rules. So you know it's one of those things that just beating you over the head with uh with a matchup and expecting you to care about it. I mean you know, people can only care about Finn Ballard to to a certain extent right now because you haven't really given us any reason to root for him aside from oh he's this little Irish guy who likes Legos and that's that's pretty much the guy.
1: Yeah, I, and I have to admit I'm I'm wondering if they've officially kind of soured on him. Uh You know, he was he was given the universal title. He's the first universal champion. Uh-huh. Snake bit immediately out yeah. with an injury, and since then, yeah, he's been over. But he hasn't been uh, really given any prominence. Meanwhile, if you look on on sort of the scope of the Raw side, let's assume what we all think is going to happen is going to happen. Come SummerSlam, we have a Universal Champion and it's Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Besides the obvious Braun cash in or Braun right. Roman feud or Kevin, cash-in. or Kevin Owens cash in or Kevin Owens cash in, depending on how that match goes, you're left with who as a top heel on raw so i'm wondering if this is all about rehabbing baron corbin to get him ready to be the dance partner of roman reigns moving forward oh uh,
0: i mean yeah that, that that your logic is sound however yeah. that's not really, really <laughs> that's not where you want it to land not really something that piques my interest at this time um uh, but you're right there's a you know not a, a great surplus of heels um, on the raw side. I mean, we mentioned Owens. Owens is floating around there. Uh, just hopefully, this will be the end of his his feud with uh, with Braun Strowman. So there, there's him. There's Corbin, um, Ziggler, but he's got the IC title as of right, right now. Right. Um, Christ. Uh, Big Bob L is a face. You got mm-hmm. uh, uh, Balor, Bobby Roode, still a face. Uh, yeah, shocking, and apparently you know.
1: now he's feuding uh, with Mojo Raleigh. So, yeah, that, for, that, yeah. that's yeah.
0: what we got for for Bob Roode. Sorry, sorry about your luck, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, oh, Jesus Xavier, simmer down. Uh, he's freaking out right now. Xavier um, has
1: some thoughts on who could be a top heel on Raw. He does.
0: He does. Uh, so, yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, Corbin's there. And he's definitely um, a heel. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And so he's there and he's a heel. Um, so, yeah, makes sense. Put him in there with Roman Reigns. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I At this point, it just feels like they, they have these fish in a barrel and that's the one they shot. Like, it's, yeah, it's the only thing that makes sense to me. Um, I, I guess maybe Elias. But did you notice this week
0: Elias called out The Rock by name? Oh, and there's rumors floating around that The Rock may be interested in, uh, in, in coming to WrestleMania next yeah. year. So maybe this is laying the groundwork uh, towards that. But think- The Rock and
1: Elias? I like Elias a lot. Don't get me wrong. I, I think he's incredibly talented. I think he's gone worlds beyond what we thought he was capable of in NXT. Yes. One of the few success stories that I can point to from NXT where someone went to the main roster and, it, and was made better by doing so.
0: Sure. What's
1: your qualm? What's your problem? Why don't you like that? So Dwayne Johnson, one Uh of the most bankable Hollywood stars. Full stop. (laughs) Yes. A guy who they're going to literally pay millions to be on the WrestleMania show. Uh Of all the people on the roster, Elias, not that I am opposed, but it feels like you're serving McDonald's Big Macs at a wedding. Yes, it's good, but is it really the time and place?
0: (laughs) There's no wrong time or place for a Big Mac. Number one, Um, but
1: anniversary this week.
0: By the way, it would. Yes, yeah. I want one of those (laughs) coins. No, I don't. I don't care about that. Um, I only eat them if I'm hungover. They're great hangover helpers. I think it's that that middle layer of bread that really mm-hmm. puts it over the edge. There, that's the reason. Yeah. Um. So I, I would definitely raise the stock of Elias. Absolutely. Um, which if that's what you're trying to do, that's fine. Um. Maybe you know. Yeah. I'm sure The Rock at least keeps up a little bit with what's going on. Um. Mm-hmm. In the biz, I don't think he's DVRing and watching three hours of Raw and SmackDown right. every week. Right. But I'm pretty sure he knows what's going on. Um, And maybe this was somebody he handpicked um, to do something with because, you know, when I heard that, I immediately thought of, you know, the old rock concerts when he would come out with the guitar. And I think a segment between the two would be dynamite. Yes. Like if it turns out we're
1: getting a surprise Dwayne Johnson appearance at SummerSlam and they have a little back and forth with the guitars in the six hour dirge that will be SummerSlam. (laughs) I'm all about it. Okay. A match between the two at SummerSlam. they not not SummerSlam. That sorry, at, at WrestleMania. It 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 just doesn't. Unless they're going to do a lot for Elias between now and next April, it just right. doesn't feel right.
0: Well, who? All right, let's 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 talk hypotheticals here. If uh, if you're Vince McMahon and The Rock wants to have a match at WrestleMania, right. I know it's only August, but who do you who do you put them in there with? Well, um, one idea would be,
1: unfortunately, to do what they couldn't do last year, which is uh, sort of a, a rematch of sorts from last year's Mania. You do Rock and Rousey versus Steph and Triple H because that's where all of this started with with yeah. Stephanie and Ronda. Um. obviously of course you have Rock and Triple H because yeah. why not put the part-timers against each other Brock and Rock in theory would be interesting if Brock Lesnar is still in the mix because as much as I want to believe this is the end of the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar uh, feud of terror there's part of me that <laughs> really thinks that there is a higher than let's say 5% chance you shut your that mouth. Brock Lesnar will win and win clean you At SummerSlam your
0: goddamn mouth.
1: I'm <laughs> just saying WWE has more money than ever, and Brock Lesnar has never been happier to just let the two companies go. Oh, you want to give me that much? Cool. Hey, hey, Dana, Vince wants to give me this much. What do you want to give me? All right, yeah. cool. Hey, Vince, Dana wants <laughs> to give me this. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like that's just what he does now. Uh this but- is 100 percent what he does. It's been proven. It. I mean, yeah. and it works. So why but- wouldn't he keep doing it? Or I you know what? Roman versus the rock. I was thinking that I was thinking Roman versus rock. Um, you know, you'd have to have Roman go full heel. Cause there's no way people are booing the rock. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, they're going to, they're going to cheer for Roman over the rock. Oh, they are what? going to, but that has
1: never stopped them from putting one person in the face and the other person in the heel. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's, there's always two realities. There's the intent of the story and there's the sure. reality of the
0: audience. I mean, the only time The Rock has been booed in recent memory uh, was with Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble in 2015.
1: And that's a great reason to turn heel on Roman Reigns.
0: Oh, because the, oh, only, you made the me only
1: time The Great One has been booed in this ring has been because of you. I mean, he was booed by
0: some smarks in the Punk Feud. But, oh, sure, sure. That was, but, just, that was know, just smart. That wasn't, you know. Hyperbole is what sells pro wrestling angles, <laughs> by the have. way. I just used the term
1: hyperbole on a pro wrestling podcast. I me. think that's a first. Yeah, uh, nothing's
0: overblown. Everything is just as it should be. <laughs>
1: right. I, I'm just saying it, it would be interesting to see that happen. And, and as much as I would like a guy like Elias to get that type of a rocket strapped to his back, with the exception of the fact that we have had on record an Eric Rowan Rock match, that's true.
0: I <laughs> about that.
1: It 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 just feels weird that that could be the direction we're going in. Although maybe they finally figured out if they're going to have part timers, they should use them. You know what? I can't even say that seriously. That's, <laughs> that's just not how this works. That's not how this works at all. No, that's uh, not
0: how any of this works.
1: No, no. Um, but yeah, I, I, hey, if that's what Elias is being built up for, cool. Although I think the reality is this is really building for some reason to Big Bob versus Elias at SummerSlam, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that, Big that Bob means... goes over in three minutes. Like
0: sure. uh, he could give him, uh, yeah. I was gonna say Elias, Elias can go. He's actually oh, putting he, on some yeah. really good matches in, in his uh, ten year on Raw. Um, but yeah, that, there's there's not a lot of uh, options. And maybe if Roman Roman wins, you have uh, Elias go after Roman at some point. I feel like that could. Uh, that could be funny with some guitar hijinks in there. Oh, absolutely. Again, would love to see it. Just it it doesn't feel
1: like it's right yet. Yes. Give it time. I will yeah. give it time. Um, also on Raw this week, we had the continuation of the Braun Strowman, Kevin Owens angle, as you were alluded to earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Kevin briefly stole the briefcase from yeah. Braun Strowman. A missed opportunity, I feel hate being. Uh, the guy who points out the holes in storylines, but Braun Strowman was all about, if I see Brock Lesnar, I'm going to cash in. What a great way to explain why Brock Brock Lesnar is not being cashed in upon by Braun Strowman if Kevin Owens has the briefcase.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's there's that. Nope. Uh, And it would have been, could you imagine, um, even if he had announced it ahead of time, the ratings, could you imagine what the ratings would have drawn for a Braun Strowman Brock Lesnar match on TV oh my God. On Raw. If if he would if he would have been the done, done the babyface thing and said, you know, last week I want Brock Lesnar next Monday because it was guaranteed he was already booked for the show, so he right. knew he was going to be there.
1: Or even hell, hour one he comes out and tells Kurt Angle because he again he's the babyface did mm-hmm. the right thing. Third hour of Raw tonight, main event me and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Brock Lesnar comes out. Braun Strowman's music plays. Doesn't come out. Braun Strowman's music plays again. He doesn't come out. He's backstage because he can't find the briefcase. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: great. That's good stuff.
1: I mean, shit, you could just have Owens do the old Steve Austin bit where he's in like like, the river. Yeah. Austin, the river. or in Miami, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, there's any number of things that they could have done where it would have, made logical sense and yeah. built more than just the
0: storyline that was going on so yeah uh, but funniest yeah. funny aside to that i saw cody uh cody rhodes uh, tweet somebody tweeted like the anniversary of him throwing damien sandow's um uh briefcase into the water yeah uh because they you know the road scholars which is so still- well, the greatest thing for a tag team ever um, when they, when they had broken up um, and Cody tweeted that the diver they hired to get it out, couldn't find it. So they, had to, they just replaced it.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that, I did always a... wonder like with the Steve Austin, you know, intercontinental title. Show, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 did
1: they hire someone to go get it, or is there a lucky fan who has a seaweed encrusted icy right. title? For I the would imagine issues. those things
0: are a little. I don't know what the cost of hiring a diver to the cost of one of the titles you could yeah. gimmick that title, it didn't have to be the actual title. You oh, know? yeah, uh,
1: and they, uh, from what I understand, they have like three or four copies of each title everywhere, anyway. Right. There's, like one that they carry, one that they take the house shows, one that right. they get photos with, and
0: one in case somebody forgets it or loses it somewhere, or gets right? Taken right. Away. Uh, yeah, at the border for some reason or some shit.
1: Yeah, it's it's never just the one. So, right. um, but uh, yeah, it, it would have been interesting to see that. But instead, uh, the, the idea is Owens continuing to play mind games with Braun Strowman you alluded earlier that Kevin Owens may have the briefcase. Does this mean you, my dear friend, Christoph, believe uh, that Kevin Owens may win the briefcase. It's a fun. No, no, okay.
0: not, no, not a chance in hell that's happening, but I'm just <laughs> saying storyline wise, it's a possibility. And I just wanted to present all uh, possible options there. Uh, oh, okay. as much as I really think Kevin Owens's career could really use the boost like that right now. I agree. Uh, of, of beating a Braun Strowman. Uh, it would come the, the benefit, uh, doesn't outweigh the I don't know the fucking phrase there it, it, it would hurt Braun more than it would help Kevin gotcha um, I think um, you know unless there's a crazy amount of gimmick gimmicked and uh and dusty finish in there um but mm-hmm. you know I, I kind of want this feud to end I kind of want Kevin to go on to something else and I want Braun to go on to win the title so you know keep them away from each other for for a little bit after after SummerSlam I don't think there's much chance in that happening Stands to reason for me. Also on Raw this week, we set up what would be
1: Ronda Rousey's first TV match. Oh, yeah. As she's going to be going one-on-one this coming Monday on Raw with Alicia Fox. Uh, a little awkward considering Alicia Fox... Got into a shouting argument with uh Ronda Rousey's uh, husband back yeah, over WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Makes me wonder if those forearms are gonna have some
0: stank on them. Maybe, uh, maybe a little bit, but honestly, it, it's 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 a smart move because sure. Foxy is one of the most tenured uh performers on the roster. So if you're going to have you know Ronda go out, you know, and you know, every time we say this, she's she's green, doesn't know what she's doing, and then she blows our minds and says yeah. she knows what she's fucking doing. But still, is she still early enough in her career that you want somebody in there that can that can uh you know general the match a little bit and 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 lead by example and alicia is good uh good person for that yeah and i i think this is
1: really unless this is another scenario where they're able to take ronda take her opponent and really rehearse the match go through it and everything which hey i'm going to go on record as saying if pro wrestlers want to rehearse what they're doing and results in a better show i'm all for it i'm not i'm not someone who says oh they gotta call it in the ring or or anything like that i want to be entertained at the end of the day i don't i don't care how you achieve it um but uh if this is a quote-unquote real match where it is called in the ring this could be uh, a real make or break moment for ronda yeah so uh I, I would feel like then the pressure is on Alicia Fox to make sure you know she looks good and, and the match is good. Um, I, I do think it, it's kind of weird though that the setup for it was a match between Alicia Fox and Natty Neidhart. Just kind of weird.
0: <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Don't try to make sense of all that uh, stuff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're, you're gonna I'm, drive
0: yourself crazy trying to make sense of all that shit.
1: I'm trying to apply logic to a logicless world. Nah, uh,
0: man, nah. That's not yeah. how the Kevin Dunn, Vince McMahon uh, pro-res works. All right. So logic is not, uh, as we spoke earlier, uh, yeah. logic is not uh, often present in these things.
1: It's not their forte. Um, no. Trying to think of anything else major happened
0: on Raw. This no, year. I don't think anything else. Uh, we had another Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre match. That thing yeah. continues. I feel like that may end up being a multi-person match or maybe a, a – a uh, surprise tag match with possibly a returning uh, Jason Jordan or Dean Ambrose. Yeah, I could see that. Um, you know that, that that would be fine. I think I think uh maybe Dean Am- I think Dean Ambrose is supposed to come back towards the end of the summer, and Jordan's been ready for a while. It's creative and nothing mm-hmm. has nothing for him so uh dean's definitely a cleaner uh better fit than jason jordan jason jordan doesn't fit anywhere too well unless it's with chad gable get american alpha back together god damn oh it. yeah i'd love to see it
1: throw them into the mix with the revival b team awesome. uh the leaders of worlds just throw all that together yeah. i'd love to see it but uh yeah i would like to see dean come back SummerSlam will be a great place for it um huge we'll pop see. We'll see what happens. I think we still have two more weeks until
0: SummerSlam. Uh maybe? yeah, two more weekends.
1: Yeah. So uh two more raws to go before we hit uh the go home show.
0: Speaking of which, so I, I was watching NXT <clears throat> before we started recording because I wanted to see this uh Champa promo uh you know, as new champ came out and it was great. He he, he could I don't think the, the, the crowd stopped booing throughout his entire promo, like just top of the industry heel uh, oh, yeah. uh at this point. But the 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 Brooklyn card for takeover yeah. it's getting pretty stacked. Yeah. So uh, we've got uh, what it looks like is going to be a triple threat now: Black Champa mm-hmm. and Gargano. You got uh, Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler for the women's. You got Ricochet and Adam Cole for Bebe. the Bay uh, Bay for the uh, North American title. You got mm-hmm. Undisputed Era and Mustache Mountain for the tag mm-hmm. titles, and you've got EC3 and Velveteen Dream uh, yeah. all booked for the show. I looked it up. Tickets are only $26 a piece for the 200 Holy level. Crap. I'm thinking Holy about maybe, uh, you want to, you want to do a little, uh, little road trip that Saturday night up to, uh, Brooklyn. We may have to talk about that, Chris. Yeah, we may have to talk about that. And I'm not going to lie. I did spend a couple minutes, uh, looking up uh mega bus and bolt bus and Amtrak to try and figure out the, yeah, uh, yeah. the best way. Cause that's a, Fucking asshole of a drive, but yeah, you know, yeah. uh, we're two weeks out, so uh, options are are limiting, uh, with each passing moment. But it's yeah. definitely something that's that has uh crossed my mind and then you know, becoming something uh, that I I, I might want to do in a couple okay. weeks here.
1: Okay, we'll we'll uh, we'll take that offline because we'll talk yeah. amongst ourselves. Yeah, God, I'll give God you a topic, what... take over Brooklyn for discuss. <laughs> Later. but it is a, it is a killer card and uh i i do have high hopes for that main event delivering the only match and perhaps it's foolish of me to think so the only match that i i think could be a swing and a miss on that card is ec3 and velveteen dream i like dream a lot i like ec3 a lot but they strike me as guys who aren't carriers they're better being carried uh like i don't think dreams entirely formed yet and ec3 has never been a guy who struck me as the best worker in the world so i i think it's gonna be interesting how they play out
0: okay all right i don't
1: think it's gonna be bad by any means i just think compared to the rest of the card where i'm just like holy shit this is amazing that's one yeah. where i go That could stumble a little bit
0: okay all right well you know the the not every uh takeover is is all five star matches so oh, undoubtedly But you know, even uh, even the not great takeover matches are usually leaps and bounds better than what they ended up giving us on the Sunday night of the pay per view. So
1: yeah, yeah, (laughs) and it's going to be a show that is undoubtedly half as long, Uh, probably more than
0: half as long, or less than half, more more than half. It's going
1: to be shorter and more bearable. That's (laughs) that's the key thing
0: here. Don't ask me to do math. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, So back to uh, the WWE weekly show, SmackDown good show for angle building not a great show for in ring uh aside from the tag match the, the tag match was good all we have we, we just had in the three matches on on was it only
0: three matches the whole show yes and two of it them was, were some Carmella and charlotte matches yeah what was the other one uh zelina vega and uh, lana lana that, those are the only three matches i could have sworn there was another match in there let, let me double check oh, there was here. the uh the confrontation with uh it was Nakamura, uh, Hardy, and uh, Orton, that sort of mm-hmm, thing. That wasn't mm-hmm. a full on match. We right. had a great Daniel Bryan and Miz uh, promo battle, which was top notch. Very much looking forward to that match. Yeah. Um. And then you had the Charlotte Carmilla Yeah, You had an awesome promo
1: from Joey Samoe Yes. Uh, about his title match with AJ Styles. Single handedly. Yeah. Single handedly, that dude sold that match with himself, a ring, and a microphone like yeah he's that good he is he the best promo in wwe right now oh um let me see uh at, at least in terms of of it feeling real of it feeling like it's sucking you in and feeling threatening <laughs> like uh, i don't know if there's a guy who has a, a better persona that is seen all the way through i mean uh, the, the Miz like
0: isn't as threatening no. but the Miz is a really good shit, chicken shit heel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and his promos reflect as such. Um, you know, Carmella's promo early in the show was actually really good too. Uh, but she's not, I'm not saying she's on the same level as, as Samoa Joe's. Yeah. Um, but, uh, in terms of, of raw, you know, it's certainly not Rousey's, not rains. Kevin Owens is a really good promo. Um, mm-hmm. but he, he kind of does the same, but he, he's a little more manic where Joe is that, that, Calm, collected, uh, ice cold stare, uh, death ray sort of thing. Kevin Owens just gets all worked up, and he's kind of like, kind of not like I don't want to say Joker esque because that kind of makes you want to think Dean Ambrose of Undertones, right. but he just he gets himself all worked up, and he you know gets gets there, all there, Kevin there Owensy.
1: Yeah, a legitimate um, uh, uh, mental issue with yeah. him, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, but, uh, Joe just comes off so confident, so. Yep uh deadly in his promos yeah. and it, yeah. it, it is a completely different presentation from anyone Justin else on the roster. yeah uh and and i for one cannot wait to see him and aj murder each other uh on the stage of SummerSlam because uh long time coming for both those guys a to b in wwe but b yeah to, to have this level of focus put upon them so i'm really for a title really match too to yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, the the uh, Bar and Usos match very good, uh, leading uh, to New Day and the Bar. They're going to throw down uh, with Winner going against um, the Bludgies, the Bludgeon Brothers at SummerSlam. I so. think I think it's gonna be the Bar in this instance. Do you? Yeah, I I, I, I hope so. I, I think there is a, a a lot of momentum coming up behind them on this, and I, I'd love to see both of them, you know, get a big opportunity like that. that. Great match,
0: yeah. I would yeah. I would love to see that match. I mean, the 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 course of of heel versus babyface sort of thing kind of leads you to believe New Day is going to squeak it out. But, uh, you know, the bars worked kind of tweener-ish for, for a while, and they, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. can skew that way, kind of like the Usos have. They can go wherever they need to be for the feud, um, yeah. and just see, you know, Sheamus and Luke Harper beat the shit out of each other. Or Cesaro match. and Harper or throwing Cesaro. them down. I mean, oh. to, yeah, like we're back in Chikara. I mean, this is outstanding.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay. Really funny aside, random, totally random, but it has involved, it does involve wrestling. So I was at yes. lunch with a couple of coworkers today, okay. and we were talking about, um, uh, musical regrets and um you know like stages that you times when you listen to bands that you look back and you're like oh i went through one of those phases sure um so we were talking about um dave matthews and the dave matthews yes. band okay you know back in the 90s in 94 everybody had that crash record I don't oh care. oh absolutely sure. under the table
1: and dreaming was massive yeah, i
0: had i had a I, I went through a little dave matthews phase. so we were talking about it and one of my co-workers talking about how he was in some movie or something so we're trying to figure out what Dave Matthews was in. So he pulled up his IMDb. Uh, Don't mess with the Zohan. He was in that. And he was, I remember him from an episode of house, which is really random and obscure, but it turns out that Dave Matthews, the artist of the Dave Matthews band has done a fair amount of writing for television and other things. So he wrote an episode or two of the office um, and, or at least contributing writer, unless there's another Dave Matthews that got attributed to the Dave Matthews. Yeah. Uh, but the one that really stuck out to me was uh, Chikara. Okay, so here's where I think that's coming
1: up as one of his credits. So I don't know if there's been a Dave Matthews song uh, on The Office, which okay. would make sense that he'd be listed as a contributing writer if one of his songs was on there. But it didn't but- say uh, i guess that would be but uh the the colony the ants fire yes. ant worker ant all that their entrance music in chikara was ants ants marching, marching uh, uh by dave matthews okay. so that that's because, where that's how i think it came up that way on uh because in, in
0: some of them it was that instance because it said mr deeds writer but then it said whatever the song was right but there wasn't a song listed so uh so yeah you're probably right Hmm. Well, I mean, for all I know, Quack and, uh, and Dave Matthews,
1: you know, are working out these year-long comic book style angles. It was just th- –
0: one of the last things i would expect to see scrolling through dave matthews imdb right right chicara chicara and i was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> And it was like yeah sorry claudio casanoli and all these other like and Cesaro's yeah, yeah, yeah. it was on there uh, but that's what made me think about it It was just random really random uh and bizarre that that,
1: that, today. that is very weird that is very bizarre but you're probably
0: right that is probably just total coincidence when he's not you know writing storylines for for Chikara. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I'm Who not knows? that bright it, to put that it, together.
1: It, it could happen. Uh, I I uh, I I know some people in in that realm of indie wrestling, and I will I will double check and see. You're
0: probably uh, right. You don't have to. I know you're right. Yeah. Oh shucks. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So yeah. Uh. Oh, I yeah, think Those was a funny. Stories. Oh, there we go. Yeah, here, uh, here, Yeah. Uh, Google Hangouts totally uh decided to to blurp you out on my side. So that yeah. was fun. Blurp. Um, cool. So, uh, something I wanted to to get into this week, um, okay. uh, very quickly, uh, th- this past week was kind of a terrible week in wrestling when it comes to deaths.
0: Yes. um,
1: most notably, uh, Brian Christopher, Brian Lawler, Grandmaster mm-hmm. Sexay, whatever you like calling him. Uh, that's just one of the most tragic stories I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, those unawares, uh, basically he had been put in jail. Um, I'm not sure the exact circumstances of what it put him in there.
0: DUI or some, yeah. something under the influence or fighting. It was a fight or something you know. like that. I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was. The, the long story short is guys had a, a rough let's say decade
1: uh, between drug issues, DUIs, DWIs, all of it. Um, He found himself in jail over the weekend and hung himself uh, and then was taken to a hospital to uh, be put on life
0: support until his father could come see him. So uh, tough times for Jerry. uh, And uh, as heartbreaking as that is, that's not even the most heartbreaking part of the story. The most heartbreaking thing is, Jerry, um, you know, had had bailed him out literally and figuratively many times, and it was his son. Right. And um, you know, he thought it was Jerry's reasoning, and he, you know, this was talked over with with some of his uh, friends and family that you know you kind of have to um, let him let him wait it out in jail. You're not going to bail him out this time. He has to hit yeah. hit rock bottom and want to want to change himself. So that was kind of Jerry's mentality in the weekend, and then something this tragic happens when Jerry for, you know, 44 grand or whatever it was could have bailed him out and had him home. This may not have happened. Um, that, you yeah. know, I'm sure is going to haunt Jerry Lawler for the rest of his, his days. Obviously, there's no way he could have known. And apparently there's there's an investigation happening internally as to whether or not it <laughs> was hanging uh, by suicide or whether there was some kind of foul play involved. Um, he was apparently right. in his own cell, yeah. um, but uh, but Jerry is not convinced that, that there wasn't some kind of foul play there.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, it goes without saying, you know, our, our thoughts are with the Lawler family and yes, it, all that sort of thing. Um, just a a real bummer of a story. Um, I mean, especially dude was, you know, 46, 47 years old. He wasn't, he wasn't that old. And, um, you know, I, I've, I'm very lucky uh, in my life. I, I've never had to deal with that level of demons. I've never found myself uh, in a jail cell. Um, I can only imagine the level of uh, regret and shame you feel in that situation. Yeah. And I know in a lot of those situations that um, you know they do things to prevent exactly this situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know they take away belts, no, they shoelaces, shoelaces you know, all yeah. these yeah. things, drawstrings. Yeah. Um, so if, if it is revealed that there's foul play involved, I, I hope uh, the Lawler family gets uh, whatever they can get out of this because uh, it's just a sad, sad story.
0: Yeah, and, um, you know, uh, in terms of uh, Brian Christopher's wrestling career, you know, Too Cool was was huge yeah. uh, at a certain point. You know, he and Scotty Too Hottie and then uh, Rikishi came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even had a little, uh, little comeback on the beginnings of the NXT TV show. They challenged, yes, I think, The Ascension. Maybe yeah. put over the ascension on one of the first takeovers, if not the first takeover. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, uh, it, it, it's, you know, it, it was really sad. And I didn't realize he had that level of, um, uh, of demons and of, de- right. of dependence and, and issues in that world. Um, so I didn't realize how bad it had gotten for him. And, you know, it was, it wasn't just that on Sunday. It was a triple threat of terrible news on Sunday. Yeah. With uh, Nikolai Volkov being mm-hmm. another one, one of the top heels of the '80s uh, yeah. in, in WWF, you know the even evil Soviet foreigner singing the uh, Soviet national anthem, walking yeah. to the ring, and teaming with the Sheik, and uh, you know it was it was basic storytelling, but, uh, he, did, it was done really well and effectively. And, uh, you know, dude, dude was super over. And one of the, uh, he's, he's a legend. He was in the hall of fame, I think. Uh, yeah. In- and, and didn't he live in Maryland? Yeah. Am I,
1: am I mistaken? Yeah, you no, know, you are
0: not mistaken. He did. He would pop up, uh, you know, from time to time at, uh, at, at shows or whatever. I'm pretty sure I, he, he, God, I, I feel like I remember seeing him at, uh, Jad's Caddyshack. It may have been one of our podcast openings or I don't know. I got drunk at a lot of those. Um, it may have been <laughs> that, but, um, but yeah, he would, you know, he would come and just hang out and, uh, he would take pictures and be very happy about it. Uh, you know, he, he ran for general assembly. He yeah. just ran for, the, yeah. <laughs> you know, he ran to be a politician, which is hysterical. Uh, um, but yeah you know I know a couple people uh, listeners of the show shared some stories on the Facebook about how, you know working with them or like you know bought something or whatever he sold or whatever it was when eight he by uh, tens or yeah he's uh he he's another one uh that, that's definitely gonna be missed
1: yeah uh so you know just uh not you know this section brought the entire show down uh, yeah. but not not well, to I mean, make it a downer section but you gotta, you, know, you
0: got to talk about it it's it is big news
1: exactly and uh you know we are relatively lucky in this era of wrestling uh has not been as uh, tragic as say yeah. let's say the past 20 years of pro wrestling was you know it's 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 a, a different group of guys i mean yes uh you know it's possible that uh Brian lawler's demons or why he passed away, but you know, a guy like uh, Nikolai Volkov, uh, he was just old, sturdy stock, and it was his time. And you know, he left some incredible memories
0: for yeah. wrestling fans all around the world. And um, you know, he, and he had a very old school, like from what I was reading in in, uh, in Uncle Dave's uh, newsletter, yeah. is that he knew he had a heart problem and refused the surgery because he was like, or was yeah. that Brickhouse? Was that no, was that that was that was, that was volkov okay yeah. all right, yeah yeah, yeah yeah and then they asked to put a stent in he said no 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 yeah. just an old tough guy he from, was, uh from Czechoslovakia, or yugoslavia yeah. uh he ready. and he was just like yeah well, i i have i have my time and he was he he had uh you know that, that's as that's as close as you can come to going out on your own terms as uh as you can so yeah. um and then uh yeah so that, it's 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 sad Above. yeah
1: uh, i will say uh at least in terms of recent tragic news where there's kind of an upside uh it also came out this week uh Hiromo takahashi uh, yeah new japan pro wrestling fame yes it's a broken neck but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. in, in one of those crazy fluky things that i didn't know was possible but i guess you know kurt angle is walking living breathing proof that these are things that can happen uh turns out uh hiromu did break bones in his neck but did not suffer any nerve damage so while he's gonna be out nine months to a year to rehab and and repair and and all of that uh chances are looking good we'll see him back in the ring hopefully this means he slows it down a bit
0: uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's 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 but that's the risk that these guys are taking and you're, right. you they talk about, you know, people talking about Will Osprey being the next dynamite kid and for all mm-hmm. the wrong reasons. Um just guys going out there and putting their bodies on the line for you know, fame and money and our enjoyment and we appreciate it, but we yeah. also want to see you guys, you know, for long periods of time. So, you know, if it's if it comes at such great risk you know that's that's part of the reason i don't watch any of that you know light to barbed wire CCW crap mm-hmm. i'm like it that's just that it doesn't pay off to me right you right. know so it's, it's, it's not couple- like
1: these guys are doing it in front of you know thousands of people right where they're you know the, at the end of the day they're getting a big payoff that you know when you look at the the combat zone wrestling's the iwa mid-south of the world uh is bigger than iwa but like they're you know they're doing these death matches in front of 50 people if they're lucky yeah, it's not and worth it bro yeah uh, uh unless your idea is you want to be basically a uh youtube horror show at some point yeah. um I, I i don't quite get it when it's on a bigger stage you know
0: guys like mick foley uh you know
1: well him and Funk you, in
0: japan you know yeah. in japan they did those crazy death
1: you know, matches yeah. death
0: matches back in the day so um and that was in front of a lot of people, and they got. Yeah, I'm sure they got uh, a payday for that. But look at Mick Foley now, and right. look at Terry Funk now, and right. uh, and let me know uh, if it was if you think it's worth it. And
1: and, and that's that's exactly what I was going to get at. Like, yes, they're do they did it in front of thousands of people. How did they feel about the risks later? But right. in, in that same regard, you know, uh, a guy like Xbox has said, uh, you know, he was told by older guys, yeah. "Hey, you got to slow down. Yeah, hey, you got to." do crazy shit he's telling the younger guys now hey you got to slow down hey you got to do less crazy shit every generation is going to do what they do and and you know unfortunately we all find out these things the hard way um so uh you know as much as i i am definitely a fan of of the riskier styles the crazier matches that sort of thing i mean i've been trying to catch up on g1 the past week and there's been some crazy fucking shit. There is part of me that in the back of my head goes, is this really what they really want necessary. to do? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Kota K- Bushi, doing K- some craziness.
1: Kota Bushi and uh, Ishii had a match last Friday, last Saturday as part of the G1. And there's a segment where they're literally just chopping each other across the throat. Oh, and i'm just like what why are you doing this
0: yeah why? well t- like i remember watching the uh the last champa gargano match when gargano had champa in the handcuffs and just like 15 times just Super straight micking. kicked him to the to the face and i was like okay this is getting a little much like yeah you know i i like a little bit of uh i like i like safe ultraviolence that's, right that's the best right. way i can kind of put it you know and i i like yeah I like uh I like it to seem a little bit seem a little bit dangerous. Uh, I don't need it to 100% be dangerous. I mean, there's no way like when they did that um power bomb onto the concrete a couple takeovers ago, like that's that's yeah. that's some non that's just it's tough to watch. It's cringy yeah. Um in, in in a way. Uh but you know, they they pepper it in enough there that are not just breaking glass tubes over each other's head and, and mm-hmm. you know and tossing each other into uh tables with tacks and barbed wires and you know, use condoms so you can get you know <laughs> get, get, get uh you know get cut open and then get uh get AIDS all in one fell swoop right there. You know, that's not really uh if you really want to go tournament of death, mm-hmm. then yeah. you have to have some uh Exactly. You just some, need some weaponized viruses. You need some hepatitis needle, a pit of hepatitis needles, soft whatever number that was style. Yeah. Need some um you know, go uh go through the trash in uh in Mount Vernon and pick up some uh some HIV infested yeah. condoms uh and slap them on a uh on a barbed wire and then yeah. toss somebody into that. Um, you know, you could get uh I don't know. There's there's some other really crazy sick things that you could probably do. what do you got? I,
1: I'm just thinking no rope barbed wire match with the monkey from Outbreak right in the middle of the ring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the rampage sequel rampage <laughs> meets, Out- meets outbreak where the rock has the- has his monkey fights. oh my
1: god that's who the rock can fight at wrestlemania george the ape george Glorious.
0: the roughhouse podcast is a weekly podcast follow us at roughhouse sgw on twitter and facebook.com slash the roughhouse podcast This is the, the Roughhouse,
1: roughhouse pod. uh podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, Jabronis, and listen up because this is the Roughhouse podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by
0: the Realm Network.
1: For over 37 years, your source for all things Lucha Libre is Renta Lucha. Renta Lucha! Our luchadors do front flips, side flips, back flips, cross flips, under flips, over flips, and every other type of flip that you could ever desire. Renta Lucha! Our luchadors will entrance, amaze, allure, and arouse you and party guests for any occasion. Weddings, breezes, or Texas Tornado Tag Team matches, our luchadors are second to none. Renta Lucha! <laughs> Renta Lucha!